Welcome back to What She Watching Podcast. I'm Shelly. Hello, I'm Andrea. We're glad you're back for another episode. Um, this episode we're really excited about. Um, we're gonna we're kind of returning to the movie um, format, I guess you would. Yes, say. the movie episode format. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking, leading up to the Oscars, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite Oscar-nominated movies of all time. Yes. And we're really excited you're joining us. Yes, and we kind of set our own rules here, Shelley. So we decided that mm-hmm. we're going to discuss films that have been nominated for Best Picture only. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have to win, but just as long as they got nominated. the nomination. Yeah. And, and Shelley, that's a lot. It's a lot to pick from. It, it is. Um, I was, you know, doing some research on this, and I I had three films in mind already that I was like, surely, like, I, I didn't even question mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I get to do these. Mm-hmm. So it was Singing in the Rain did not yeah. receive a Best Picture nomination. Can you believe that? I can't. Can you believe that? I can't. Because that is one of the most iconic movies of all time. Of all time. I mean, it's in the top, I mean, by all accounts, on all everybody's list. Whether you love it or not, you know what it is. Yes. And it's like, it, it's a, a fabulous movie. I, I can't believe it wasn't nominated. I can't. And I think An American in Paris, which was another Gene mm-hmm. Kelly movie, like, was mm-hmm. nominated and won. So I don't know what that was about. Okay, the second one was Thelma and Louise. I was like, yes, I finally get to do it. Because, like, the actresses got nominated. Ridley Scott got a nomination, but no Best Picture nomination. You didn't get a Best Picture nomination? No. Can you believe that? I thought it was nominated, too. Yes. Were you thinking about that one, too? Like, ooh, yeah. I wasn't thinking about that one, but I thought it was definitely nominated. Other things, like, I mean, it was nominated for a lot, but not Best Picture. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I was like, oh, surely Fried Green Tomatoes got a, a nomination, too. But no, no Best Picture oh. nomination. And that one was huge when we were growing up. Yes. Huge. All of our moms were in love with that movie. Yes. And do you know what, That was Shelley? a 90s mom movie. What? It was. I love that movie so much. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Like, that it really one is. That Jessica Tandy. Yes, it does. <laughs> You thought she was in. What was it again? <laughs> the one you did. Which one did you bound? Bound? I yeah, you said Jennifer Tilly. I kept calling Jennifer Tilly. Just yes. Indy. They're very different people. Very different. <laughs> very different people. Very. Yes. Uh, not that's even so the funny. Same. <laughs> yep. Not even. Yeah. So anyway, I was just quite shocked. I've I've get I've looked at the list over and over and over again. And anyway, it's a mm-hmm. lot to choose from. It's it is. Lot. If you um if you are like us and you love researching movies and looking about mm-hmm. stuff, go to the Oscars website. Yeah, they've got so a timeline cool. from mm-hmm. like I think it's nineteen twenty nine when it first when the Oscars first started yep. to now. And yeah. you can go decade by decade, mm-hmm. year by year, to see all yep. the nominees. And it, I yes. think it's my um, archival brain is just overjoyed by that. You just I love, love it. it. Yes. Like, oh, it's cataloged so beautifully. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a great catalog. 
whoever is doing this wonderful job. Like, I seriously envy them. This, it would be, yeah. So the first year was uh, 1929. 29, yep. So it's been going on for nine decades. Nine decades it's been happening. Yes. Um, It's a... It's a staple. It's an institution. Like, Shelly, you can go work at the Academy Museum in L.A. Like, I've looked at jobs there, and I've, like, that would oh my be God. so cool. Can you imagine how much fun that would be? Incredible. To run their archives department. I would die. Shelley, you need to go me. on their job board and see if they're hiring. I and seriously then, do. That would be amazing. Too. And I then I will see, too. And then we'll just, yeah, we'll be right there. We'll be. Okay. Right we'll see y'all in California, guys. And see ya. Academy <laughs> Museum, come on. You can hire us. It's amazing. We'll be your official Academy Award podcasters. Oh my God, can you imagine? <gasps> oh, man. Now, that would dream. be the dream. That, that would, would be, be the, dream. the dream. Man, we can. We're saying it out loud, Shelly. We're saying it out loud. <laughs> such dorks such no not at all no, so Shelly what movie will you what Academy Award nominee best picture will you be covering today I'm going to be talking about the 19 let me see what 50 movie Sunset Boulevard I um, love it so good whether you know it or not, you probably know it without realizing it. It's the one where she says, all right, Mr. DeVille, I'm ready for my close-up. close-up. She looks very yes. creepily into the camera. That's sunset. So good. I like mm. the other line she says, um, it's the pictures that got small, not exactly. me. Yes. Exactly. I am big. It's the pictures that got it's small. Got small. Just Two of the the most famously quoted lines mm-hmm. in yep. movie history. Just that has one of the best. A, a lot to say about fame, mm-hmm. uh, women mm-hmm. of a certain age in Hollywood, um, Hollywood, just Hollywood in general. Hollywood. Yes, how much you know impact it has on culture and mm-hmm. the way things run. Um, yes, and, and just. Yeah, like really just aging and mm. just a lot to say about it has a lot a of lot things. To say. It's still um, relevant today. Very. There's so many things that were still relevant. So many yes. things. Yeah. Um, so good. I love it. Speaking so of yes. your movie, I had the same feelings watching it. Yep. Still relevant. Okay. So I'm so excited that I finally get to my beloved Sound of Music mm. 19, 1965. Excellent um, movie. This movie is just like kind of in my DNA, I guess. It's one mm-hmm. of those movies that's just kind of embedded in your soul. And that's yeah. what The Sound of Music is for me. It's nostalgic for me, but mm-hmm. um, rewatching it as a 40 something, um, <laughs> it just hits completely different. It's different. Mm-hmm. It hits so different and it holds oh, up. And it- Having, Ugh. you know, like I, I've watched it through the years, so obviously, many times in the background, just really mm-hmm. enjoying it, but like really watching it and paying yes. attention, you just, like you said, it hits different. You notice things you didn't notice before. Mm, totally. And 
just really thinking about the true story of that family. Yes. The yeah. bravery, like. I know. Amazing. I know. And then I shouldn't have to say this, but I feel like maybe like the message of that, like Nazis are bad is like <laughs> a timeless <laughs> message that we should still be um, talking about, but like we shouldn't be talking about, but somehow we still are, you know, <laughs> yes. in, in our worlds. And so it's, it's just crazy to me that, that mm-hmm. part of it still remains like pretty relevant. A lot too. of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What have you been watching this week? Okie dokie. Let's see. Well, I'm saying okie dokie a lot because I'm in Fargo. Fargo world. Fargo so mode. Fargo mode, and I am now in the second season. <laughs> what do you think? I freaking love it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, this is like Patrick Wilson, Kristen Dunst, Jesse oh, no. Plemons, Ted Danson. Like, oh, this is a oh. great season. How can it get better? It just keeps getting better. It definitely I, this upped its game. Is so good. So and just good. the storyline, the, the actors mm-hmm. they have, the cast. No. I mean, who can go wrong with that cast? It, like, I'm watching and I'm like, they got Kirsten Dunst, like, to be in this tv show mm-hmm. like yeah she's mm-hmm. a movie star incredible mm-hmm. and her character just cracks me up i love her she's i know just... anyway it's it's been great and, so, and jesse and ted danson ted like dancing i know yep and i had no clue that it kind of had the connective tissue to season one because mm-hmm. molly from season one is the the young girl and her dad was mm-hmm. in the first season, but older. Um, exactly. But this is him younger, Patrick Wilson's character. So I was like, ah, there's some connective tissue there. I know. It's great. Yeah. That's great. I, I yeah. love that series, and I really need to get caught up. Yes. I mean, I did it the opposite way. I watched the current season, and then mm-hmm. now I'm I'm going back to watch the rest of them. Um, so that's, like, TV show-wise, that's what we've been watching. Um, Oh, I got to mention that we watched the Grammys, had, like, only intention of watching, like, of course, Joni Mitchell and Brandy doing, Mm -hmm. we knew that Joni Mitchell was going to perform, and she hasn't performed at the Grammys ever. She's 80 years old, 80 years old, she, ever, that was her first performance at the Grammys. I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Anyway, we got caught watching it, and it was incredible. It was like ladies' night all night long. Incredible performances. It's like, this is amazing. Um, I mean, you had like Dua Lipa open the show. You had like Miley. You had Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, uh, that new artist, SZA. I'm going to maybe mm-hmm. get that SZA. wrong. SZA. Um, Anyway, a bunch of like queer artists won, and just to have like Joni Mitchell and Brandy Carlisle, who mm-hmm. y'all do know me, she's everything to me. And so to have her introduce Joni um, and then sing with her with the other artists on stage, it's kind of if you're in if you're in the Bramley fan club, you had Lucius, Allison Russell, Brandy, and 
and them perform with Joni, which they've done on stage at certain festivals. Um, Brandy Carlisle is responsible for getting Joni like back to sing again. She's had like she had a brain mm-hmm. aneurysm. She had to relearn how to sing pretty much. She had to relearn how to walk. And like Brandy has like guided her to this point to like you can come back. You can come back. You can sing. You're you're a legend. Um anyway. Tracy Chapman performed fast. I heard about that one. I heard about that one and that just makes me happy beyond measure. Yes, because listen, I gotta go on my little rant here. I don't know who Luke Combs is. I'm sorry. I don't keep up with current country music. But when I heard that a country guy was covering Fast Car, I was like, wait, what? No, this is Tracy Chapman. She's a queer black woman. This song is queer. Every lesbian knows the song and it's the anthem. Okay. Why is a white country dude taking this song? Why? It's not yours. Anyway, it actually was a great moment because he let her have like, he let her. What an awful thing to say. She got to come back and sing her song. That's what I'm saying. And she had a moment. And everybody, I think now, was like, oh, Tracy Chapman. Like, oh, yeah, she's been around. She wrote that song, people. Come on. (laughs) Come on. She's a legend. It's like Dolly with I Will Always Love You. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, people. Dolly wrote that song. Dolly wrote it. Yeah. Anyway, there's my rant and I'll shut up now. Shelly, what have you been watching? You know how I do. I've just been watching this and that. Um, Yeah. I watched some Abbott Elementary, which I love. Yes. It it hits so close to home. I knew you'd like it. If you ever taught or related to teachers, you know, that whole lifestyle and they capture it perfectly in that show. I I love it. Um, you know, you just you see the different types of teachers. You see the different styles, different age groups, mm. <laughs> and it's kind of funny, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, you've got this young aspiring teacher, and then you've got the other. It, it's great. I love it. Yes. Um, but you know, you, you realize, you know, even the grumpy ones are still in it for the kids. You know, yes. and um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's good. I love that show. I'm glad you. Um, I'm glad you like it. Yes, it's good. And mm-hmm. um, then uh, Mom and I have been watching Louder Milk. I don't know if uh, I re- yeah, uh, yeah. told you nope. about this, but we've been watching Louder Milk on mm-hmm. um, Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's it's got a few seasons out. Um, you know, it has a uh, what's his name? I can see the his from, face. The guy from Office Space. Yep. Hold please. Um, oh, please. Anyway, Ron Livingston. Yes, it's got yes, Ron yes. Livingston in it, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's irreverent. He is sardonic. He's a cynic. Um, he's like this this old mu- music critic that doesn't really write music anymore because he had alcohol destroy his career, and he runs a support group for mostly male addicts, and then uh. one girl in there, <laughs> and. It's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time. You know, he talks about, you know, different types of addictions and Mm -hmm. the way he gets through to these people. He just does not care. Um, 
if you watch any of it, you're just like, this guy is such a dick. But he's <laughs> it's funny. It's it's satire, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um and he's got that whole like Seattle vibe. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um Yes. It's great. Is is this a like no longer airing show or is it still um, airing? Do this you know? is from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. So it okay. is no longer airing. Um there are say four seasons three seasons there are three seasons and we are in season two but just hilarious i would definitely recommend that and then of course i watched um true detective yes i was gonna mention that too four yeah this one was intense i literally so did we I did, and Dana did, and we watched it right before we went to bed, and that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. nope, why did you do that? Same. Because yeah. it had the biggest, was not expecting jump scare of the season. Oh, totally. Like, woo. Totally. Like, some of them, I was like, okay, something's going to be there. But mm-hmm. there was one that yeah. every I know everybody was, like, either jumped or screamed. I literally <laughs> <laughs> It's so good, though. It, it doesn't. It it's a drama that plays kind of like a horror movie. Like mm-hmm. you totally. just have that kind of um, ominous, dreadful mm-hmm. vibe going on that something is very wrong and you don't yes. know what it is. And yep. it doesn't help that everything, everything is dark. It's everything. dark all the time. Like it's dark and cold and snowy yeah. all the time. All yeah. The time. And it's just frozen landscape mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's just really amazing work. It and is. I, I love it. I do too. I've thoroughly enjoyed watching it. It makes me want to go like I the Issa Lopez that's created and, mm-hmm. and directs it this season. I think she's done possibly. I could be wrong. Maybe two horror movies that were in in Spanish. Um, and so it makes me want to go like watch her. If this is her style, you know. Um, well, and I know that she works with Guillermo del Toro because oh. he helped create and design the bodies, the frozen mm, bodies. Really? Um, wow. Which makes sense because it's it straight out of a horror movie. Yes, um, it is. And mm-hmm. you know, if if any if anybody follows. Um, Guillermo del Toro, his monster, yeah, like his, his monster movies are just everything. I just yes. they're everything. Um, yeah, he's he's a master at that. Um, I did not know that, but you know the bodies got moved this episode. They're gone. They did, and we there's so much we didn't hear about that. I have so many questions, and yeah. I really am upset because there were only two episodes left. <gasps> What? There's only going to be like six episodes? It's not like a regular episode, or it's not like a regular season where there are ten episodes. There's only only six total. There's only two more. How are they going to wrap this up Mm. in two episodes? How? I genuinely don't know, because there were so many things that happened this past episode. I was like, I I have so many questions. Me too. And you know, it's still the question of, is it mental? Is it is it supernatural? Like those questions mm-hmm. are still up in the air for me. I don't 
Like, yeah, it's just that question. Yeah, is it the is it the is it the earth? Is like literally the earth and the setting and and that playing with their heads? Is it really ghosts that know. live there? Like, is it another portal? You know that whole question. Yeah, yeah. So, man, only two more episodes. I'm super bummed by that. Me too. Me too. But I, I I'm enjoying watching it and asking all the questions and seeing all the mm-hmm. little Easter eggs. You know, it's it's really fun. Yeah. Just means we'll have to do a rewatch after. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. 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 Well, any other any other highlights? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, we've got the Oscars coming up, but um, I'm just trying to get everything in, and hopefully this week I'll be able to watch some some other stuff. So. Yes, I know. Same. I still have my my list of movies from last year that I Me too. Just I'm need trying to get, to get to. all the Oscar noms in before. I feel Mark. like. I have seen possibly that some of them are going to start streaming. Like, like Oppenheimer's going to be on Peacock soon. I think Past Lives is going to be possibly on Hulu. Priscilla, even though that didn't get nominated, it should have. That's, that's on Max. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Like, some of these are going to start par- popping up. There's another one, All of Us Strangers, that I think is going to pop up on Hulu that also did not get nominated, but I want to see it. Anyway, any hoodle. I guess let's get started, Shelly, into our first month, our first week of the month of Oscar-nominated yeah. films. Let's yeah, do it. Let's, let's get into it. Um, so 1950 movie, um, Sunset Boulevard, directed by Billy Wilder, one of the All biggest time. directors. Um, Billy Wilder, if y'all don't know who he is, he directed... You know, Sunset Boulevard, he directed Sabrina with Audrey, um, The Apartment, Some Like It Hot. Man. Um, He did really amazing, amazing movies. And Uh, this is one of the best, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie is about, let me just read the synopsis (laughs) really quickly. Okay. A screenwriter, played mm-hmm. by um, William Holden, mm-hmm. the young screenwriter, and he develops a dangerous relationship with a faded film star determined to make a triumphant return. Yep. So this is 1950 old mm-hmm. Hollywood. We've got, you know, all these studios that are basically battling to make the next movie. You have MGM, you have Paramount, um, just all these these big um, studios that are trying to battle, you know, for the biggest hit. Mm-hmm. And this is a time when um, studios still kind of owned actors. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, actors and actresses. If you were working for one studio, you could not work for another studio. Right. Um, yeah. You could be lent out uh-huh. if it was a good yes. deal. Um, it was kind of like sports trading, honestly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the biggest one I think of is, of course, um, why can't I think of her name now? Judy Garland. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely owned by MGM. Yes. Um, yep. Ran her health, her life, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And this kind of, this movie, I really appreciate it because it goes into that side of the influence these people with power and money have. You've got this young screenwriter who moved out to um, L.A. Mm -hmm. He's living in this, you know, tiny apartment. And the first Mm -hmm. scene, he's trying to get away from the creditors who are trying to repossess his car. So that's kind of like the driving force. Mm -hmm. He's he's a poor writer Uh trying to make it in L.A. We see him in, you know an office trying to pitch a story mm-hmm. they're not buying it yeah. they're like it's not good not good um, you know he writes these stories for he has to get two in a week in order to mm-hmm. get paid and it's just yeah. the money's not enough he's mm-hmm. behind on his rent behind on his car mm-hmm. it's just all yeah. too relatable <laughs> um and in this you know he's got friends in the business and mm-hmm. one day he he gets in his car and he's trying to evade the the creditors. That's what he calls them. But yeah, it's the guy's coming to get his car. Yeah. And he kind of goes on a high speed chase <laughs> yes. trying to get away from them. And it, it cracks me up because they're in these, you know, old cars from the 1950s. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can see and hear those cars coming from a mile away. But I love yes. watching him try to get away mm-hmm. while he pops a wheel and pulls into this old abandoned mansion mm-hmm. um on sunset boulevard yes and he he you know narrowly escapes mm-hmm. seeing the creditors so they can take his car but he he finds himself at this mansion of this uh, he, he thought it was abandoned but this it woman abandoned. It's all, yeah it looks abandoned it's mm-hmm. all overgrown it yeah. kind of reminds me and it he mentions it in the the scene of Miss Havisham and Great Expectations. Yes. You know, you have yep. this beautiful, beautiful mansion mm-hmm. that's just overgrown, um, neglected, mostly abandoned. Um, and you can tell that it once was really something. Oh yeah. Um, and he goes in because this woman calls to him from the window. She's like, get in here. And mm-hmm. he sees a butler open the door and he's like, okay. So he walks in and realizes that he's in this person's house that mm-hmm. you know, lives very opulently. Um, yes. She was the a monkey. film star. The and monkey. He goes up. Well, and the thing that cracks me up, <laughs> he's he doesn't know where he is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing there. He walks in and this woman is calling him upstairs and the butler's like, let me know if you need help with a coffin. And he's just like, <laughs> It's like, what? what the hell yes. is going on? <laughs> and he walks in to see this woman who is very, um, you know, you think of old Hollywood, you think of Norman Desmond in this movie. Mm, she's yeah. She's got the turban on. She's wearing a gown. You know, she's got sunglasses, sunglasses. on. Sunglasses, yeah. She's got a, like, one of those little rings for her cigarettes. And super cool, by the way. It's totally cool. Super cool. Um. And he goes into her bedroom where there's this monkey that is, they're, they're having like a wake for the monkey. Yeah, for the monkey. And apparently she had a pet monkey that yes. is now deceased. And she was yes. trying to explain to him mm-hmm. how she wanted the coffin to uh-huh. look. And then yes. she's like, he's like, lady, no. Yes. Uh, I am a writer. Mm-hmm. I work for Hollywood. You're crazy. 
she kicks him out and then she hears oh wait he's a hollywood writer Mm -hmm. right Mm. so then she kind of sees her opportunity pulls him in and shows him that she was once a silent film star the greatest greatest film star yep and she has been writing her own screenplay Mm -hmm. on like based on an old greek play yeah and he is she's like i want you to ghostwrite it and he's Mm -hmm. like you're crazy but you know he also he also sees opportunity Mm -hmm. for himself and he's like she's got deep pockets she's gonna pay me Mm -hmm. i will try to make this stuff shine whatever it is yeah um so she convinces him to stay the night Mm-hmm. And then when he wakes up the next morning, they have moved him in. The butler went mm-hmm. and got all of his stuff. You see a lot of manipulation here. Yes. <laughs> and yes. gaslighting and control. Uh-huh. Um, he could have left. He, uh, you know, he does see. It, and part of the thing is she's this silent film star. You can see that um, she has all of her portraits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they watched movies of her silent films yes. in uh, the film, the screen room. Shelly, I was going to ask you, sorry, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, I mean, that those are clips from actual so, Gloria Swanson. Yeah, that's in one her of my old... fun facts. Okay, sorry, this I'm getting ahead very, of you. No, 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 no. This is very imitative of life because Meta. Gloria Swanson was this. She was yes. this huge film star silent film star and mm-hmm. one of the lines that i love um is when they're at the paramount studio gates and mm-hmm. she says without me there wouldn't be any paramount studios yes. but that's kind of true because she yep. was their leading actress for six years so mm-hmm. it's very meta I, everything i read said she was very opposite of her character norma really but she was this this huge star that wasn't really getting work and mm-hmm. they asked her to do this role and she kind of was like this is an insult but she also killed it oh um, yeah and totally um the director of her old films is actually the man that played her butler. Oh my god! Comes out and says, "I was the director." I was a director. Films. Oh my gosh! And her first husband. Didn't know well, that. He wasn't her first husband in real life, but he was the director, the director. of these old silent films. Wow. Um, his name was Eric von. Check mm-hmm. it. Let's see. Eric von Straheim. Uh-huh. So he was a director on these old silent films with Gloria Swanson. And then he he got this role as her butler, and it turns out in the story they wrote him in to be her director as well. So when they're when she and um, sorry I can't think of his name right now. So good, Joe. When she and mm-hmm. Joe are watching these movies, that is actually um, footage of her old mm-hmm. silent films, and it's funny that her old silent film director is running the projector behind them. Yes. Um, so, so Joe, you know, Joe kind of gets stuck in this this world of indulgence. She mm-hmm. she's her she's his sugar mama essentially. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he she buys him new clothes. She lets mm-hmm. 
you know, they take him out for drives. She buys him whatever he wants or what she thinks he wants. Yes. Um, and that's just kind of what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say no to that. You know he what I doesn't. mean? He doesn't. No. Um, there is a point on New Year's Eve where he realizes he wants to be around young people. He looks uh-huh. around. There's this big extravagant party being thrown and he's waiting for the guests to arrive. There's a live band, mm-hmm. champagne and caviar, and there are no other guests. It's no. just them. It's just them. Yep. It's very sad and creepy. It is. <laughs> um, but he decides he's going to leave. So he leaves and goes, finds his youth. So then she threatens suicide. He goes back. It's mm-hmm. this whole like codependent manipulative yes. thing between the two of them. She is desperately clinging to any shred of fame she has left. Yeah. Um, and he is trying to extort what she He's, has to yeah. give him. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just so Hollywood. Yeah. Um we do see a scene mm-hmm. where she goes to pay they the three of them go to Paramount mm-hmm. Studios and she speaks to Cecil de, uh Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah. And he at the time was kind of like the Martin Scorsese or yeah. Francis Coppola. Mm-hmm. He was the director. And, and he's see, that's yeah. him. Yeah, that's, that's him, him in the movie, right? Yeah. And you see him, you know, fawning over her like they used to do in back in the day. And you know, all these people, these young people are like, why, what is, that's what it does, but what's she doing here, you know? And, um, you see this moment of like, oh, we're going to have to break it to her that she's not the star she once was. And this guy was yeah. like, you know, why, why do we care? He's like, well, 35 million people already, 35,000 people already turned her, their backs on her. We, you know, we can't do that. Yeah. Um, so there's, Man, it's yeah. a really interesting character study in mm-hmm. what these people will do mm-hmm. for a faded film star who to, to save her feelings, to spare yes. her feelings, rather than giving her the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, you know, it's her de- mental health decline. Mm-hmm. She cannot bear to live with reality. No, nope. because reality is that she's done and over. Yes. Um, you know, she really starts pushing Joe. She wants him to be basically her next husband. She's had mm-hmm. several. And he is pushing back because he has mm-hmm. met someone else. Another and young that, screenwriter. Or reader. Screenwriter. Like she was a reader. Yes. That had good ideas about his screenplays, which mm-hmm. I think she is funny because she flat out told him that, no, your screenplays are not good. but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good, but she was like completely honest about like, well, we can write something together. I really love her character. Mm-hmm. She is honest. She's direct. She's yeah. in a, a world full of men, but mm-hmm. she tells the truth. Yeah. And I feel like he respects her for that because mm-hmm. he wants to work with her yeah. and they could have had something really good. But also yep. she told him, she's like, you know what? I do love, I do care about you. I do love yeah. you. You make your move. And yeah. he chose to go back to the easy life with yeah. Norma Desmond, mm-hmm. then stay with her. Yeah. That's your choice, man. 
she that told was his you. choice. Yep. Um, so when, you know, it all comes to a head because relationships mm-hmm. like that always do mm-hmm. put in flame, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Some kind of obsessive relationship. He flat out tells her, no, nobody wants your screenplay. Nobody wants to work with you. Mm-hmm. You're basically a has been. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> he tries to leave. So yep. that's when she shoots him. Yes. And he dies. Uh-huh. Um, and we see in the very opening scene, we know he's dead. Yes. Now, this is the first movie in mm-hmm. Hollywood history where they told the perspective of death like this. Yeah. So yeah. they told it from the dead person's character and this omniscient mm-hmm. voice. We mm-hmm. know he's dead at the beginning. And then yeah. he narrates it up in real time. Mm-hmm. It worked so well with this with this film. It does. Um, you already know the ending. You know when the it ending. Begins. Then yeah. you see how it comes mm-hmm. there. We do this a lot in Hollywood now, but yes. this was like the first time that was done, and it was mm-hmm. executed beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene has to be where she is getting interviewed after the shooting. She <laughs> is getting ready for her close-up. She has had full mental break. And yes. she thinks that she mm-hmm. is about to go on and film this wonderful movie yeah. um, that she has written. Mm-hmm. And in her head, that is reality. That's, she's going for it. She's going to the camera. Everybody cameras. else. Mm-hmm. We've got police there, reporters. Yeah. And then yeah. her little trusty butler has these cameras on her as she makes this grand entrance down the staircase really believing that she's speaking to Mr. DeMille and to her adoring fans that she's ready for her close-up. And it's Mm. heartbreaking. It is. also so intriguing to see Mm -hmm. how someone can just absolutely separate themselves from reality. And I think it was one of the best endings of all time. I just, I love this movie. I love the look and feel of this movie me too it's fantastic it's one of the best movies of all time shot i i like legit say that um the ending shot where she's walking down so slowly it's just Mm -hmm. like oh it gives you the chills and you know at the end where she does the close-up and she's walking toward the Mm -hmm. camera so slow and it like fades out on her Mm -hmm. i love how they do the camera where it just fades out on her face Mm -hmm. um well and that scene when she's walking down if you watch i mean i just think for the time it's so ahead of its time you've got everybody frozen in place yes and and she's beautifully artistic and her face is on that camera the entire time she was watching it walking down she was Mm. terrified that she was going to fall down that staircase so she walked down barefoot (laughs) and they said she just burst out into tears after it was over oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah wow so i just i love that that scene it's iconic it is it's just amazing I mean, you know, a movie is iconic when it gets recreated so many times throughout culture. Mm -hmm. It gets quoted so many times Mm -hmm. throughout culture. When SNL does like a sketch on the, like, I think Kristen Wiig did Gloria Swanson and like Bill Hader's. Remember when Bill Hader did like, uh, 
a Halloween special. Yes. 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 <laughs> I think yes. she did. Gloria she Swanson. Did Vincent. Um, Vincent Minnelli. No, not no. Vincent. Price. 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 Vincent Price. 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 Vincent Price. Halloween party. And she yes. in like that. I mean. She does. Perfect. Kristen Wig yeah. kept that face on the entire time. Yes. And I was yes. so impressed. But you just know that a movie lives on when all these things steal. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago. Um, mm-hmm. That things like that are, I don't know. You know, another scene that I like the the shot, the opening shot where you see him dead in the pool, and it's just yes. from the perspective in the pool, like an underwater yes. underwater shot. Um, so that was ahead of its wasn't... time. Well, it, it wasn't underwater. He wanted oh. it to be, Billy Wilder wanted it to be underwater. They mm-hmm. couldn't do that at the time. So oh. they rigged up this contraption with uh-huh. a mirror uh-huh. to shoot it. So it was in reflection of the, I'm still not sure how this worked. So don't ask Whoa. me the mechanics. Yes. There was yes. a mirror involved uh-huh. on the sound stage. <laughs> Uh, but I thought the same thing too. And then I was like, oh, they they didn't shot. do it underwater at this at that time. But they had a different beginning, but then huh? he wanted that to mm-hmm. be the beginning. So they, they filmed that after the movie was made. Wow. They basically filmed this in chronological order because Billy Wilder only had completed about 61 pages of the script. Uh-huh. So he was continuing to work on it wow. as they filmed. Mm-hmm. And I just, God, it's just amazing. Amazing movie. Yes. And I just can't get over, like, all the realistic <laughs> elements and the meta elements of Hollywood. You have no. to know that these yep. people in Hollywood at that time were very much aware of that kind of mm. effect. Yeah. You know, we get movies now that like have something to say. We we get a lot of movies now that have something to say about the system and the Hollywood system mm-hmm. and whatever. And it's like satire on, on the industry, but this had to be, and again, I'm like, this had to be one of the first that even like attempted it, attempted it. It's one of the best movies on Hollywood, like to mm-hmm. this day, um, that, maybe made fun of the industry just to, cause it really does have a little comedic tone to it too. I think mm-hmm. uh, it does. some of it, you and can laugh. There's a lot of tongue in cheek stuff in it. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, like, I mean, she dresses up as Charlie Chaplin. She was you know, so good as Charlie Chaplin, around. by the, the way. The, the card game she's playing is with Buster Keaton. Yes. And W knew, and yep. HW, mm-hmm. HB Warner, mm-hmm. like old silent film stars. You, you just see a lot of those. I mean, imagine if it was like these old eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in and like making a statement about the systems that they worked in, you know, I know. like yeah. it's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. I know. Amazing. I, I just love it so much. Uh the whole movie is just like almost a miracle. I love the scene and I'll, I'll anyway, I'll get let you get back to the fun facts, but I love the scene where she does go back to the studio and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh," and they like crowd around her and in that in that moment like she felt like she was like loved and remembered mm-hmm. and that kind mm-hmm. of like made me mm-hmm. a little emotional because it yeah, does, we, it, it yeah. makes you it, I really like that because She's not a likable character, but it it makes her more endearing. 
because um, you see where why she's doing this. She needs that yeah. adoration. Yeah. And even her fan mail that the butler writes. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you see the links that these people are willing to go to keep her in that fantasy world. And it kind of mm-hmm. speaks to the enablement culture of these this type of life, you know? Yes, um, yes men, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, men. Yeah. You always, you always hear of like downfalls of celebrities and in, in the aftermath, you hear that they had people around them that just told them yes all the time and never told yeah, them the truth. Yeah, if you don't get told no, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And, or if you're not told reality, and this is just kind of like a cautionary tale of that, like you can't, freeze your whole life in a time capsule you have to change and sometimes the change doesn't involve you and in you know it's it's said that Gloria Swanson definitely accepted the fact that she was not the yeah. it girl anymore mm-hmm. so she was when she got this she was kind of like I don't want people to get the wrong idea but yeah. she it, it's very much modeled after her if she mm-hmm. had gone the other way right you know yeah They did ask ask a lot of other silent film stars, you know, Clara Bow, Mae West. Uh Mae West wanted to change a lot of the script. Uh Um, They asked uh, Mary Pickford, and they all said no. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, Greta did allow her name to be used. Yes, Um, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the rest of them were like, no, no. No. Which (laughs) explains, I mean... If you're in that especially in that day and age mm-hmm. beauty is everything you see her yes. oh yeah going through so many of these beauty treatments mm-hmm. these ridiculous beauty yes. treatments but that yep. was the time it's still the time i mean it's just yeah. changed yep um mm-hmm. hello yes <laughs> uh, plastic surgery that's all i yep. gotta say yes exactly um, lip fillers plumper yes. you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah but you see this the link she's willing to go to um, fight age mm-hmm. and yeah yep because she because in that moment she thought she was well she was going to the studio right she's like i have to be ready for my um to meet with C- mm-hmm. cecil right um mm-hmm. or she just like had in her head that they're making that movie well after she, making spoke movie. To him, she had mm-hmm. it in her head that he was going to be writing the movie obviously yes yeah so she had to get ready yep. and you know but, oh, she says in one line, you know, he's talking about how dialogue is important. He's a writer. And she said, but they don't have the face. You know, yeah, silent film that, yeah. stars have mm-hmm. the face. They have the mm-hmm. beauty. Because that's what you had. You didn't have lines. So mm-hmm. it, just really seeing what is valuable um, yep. is a big part that. of this. Yes. It's, it's great movie. I just, I love this movie so much. Oh, it's so good. So, um, Shelly, how many awards was it nominated for this year? This one, so this was nominated in 1951. Huh? This was nominated for 20 different awards. Oh my gosh. And it had 19 wins. Whoa. So um let me see that's, here that's gotta be up there with like all-time uh most wins okay I'm sorry. Too. let me see let me see i'm sorry let me backtrack like, a bit. 
because that actually, okay, so it had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven nominations. Sorry. Okay. I was 11. looking at all time nominations. That's still a lot. And then it had one, two, three wins. So best writing and screenplay. Mm-hmm. Best art direct decor uh, art directions mm-hmm. and decoration, black and mm-hmm. white. Yeah. And the best scoring of a dramatic or comedy picture. So it didn't win for the big ones. It didn't win, it didn't the, win big for one. the big ones, but it was nominated for all the big ones. It was nominated mm-hmm. for best actor, best actress, mm-hmm. supporting um, for both of them. Um, Nancy Olson, you know, the girl that plays. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, I can't, she young, was nominated. The young yes. reader. Yep. Um, she was nominated. Um, mm-hmm. Eric von Stroheim was nominated. Wow. Butler, Billy Wilder, cin- mm-hmm. uh, John Seitz for cinematography, mm-hmm. film editing, and best picture, of course. Wow. So it had a lot of nominations. I can't believe Gloria Swanson did not win for I this. can't either. She it's... did win the Golden Globe. Okay. This also won the best picture for the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won best director for Golden Globe and best score. Wow. Okay. So it won four Globes, but yes. only three Oscars. Only three. Well, you know, it. it's interesting going back and looking at like what films won versus what didn't and what was nominated. And, and what mm-hmm. lives on in our culture doesn't necessarily... They're not necessarily the Oscar winners, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like some of these go on to be bigger than the Oscar exactly. winners. Exactly. Know? I'm just looking here because I want to see. Um, so the best pictures that year were, let me just see here. wonder what one, 1951 Oscar? Oh, I'm sorry, 1951. Okay. I was looking at 1950 and I'm like, no, that's I know. not even... Um, you got to go the year after the movie came, um, after the movie came out. Oh, I'm just, I'm just trying, oh, there we go. Um, All About Eve was nominated that year. Okay. Well, course. that movie's perfect too. It's, that one's hard to beat. Um, yep. Born Yesterday, Father of the Bride, the original, King Solomon's Mines, and uh, Sunset Boulevard. Okay. And you, you can just see the major motion studios, 20th Century Fox, Columbia, MGM, and Paramount. Wow. Yep, you can. And let's see. So the winner for Best Actress that year is Judy Holiday in Born Yesterday. Shelly, do you know what that movie is? No. Nope. You don't? I do know all about Eve and Sunset Boulevard, but they didn't win. Isn't yep. that interesting? Isn't that I interesting? Know. I know. And I think, you know, we see a lot of movies that we love really Mm -hmm. come in their own later, decades later. Yeah. It kind of goes just like some of these. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, But some of these you're like, I don't really know that one. Um, I know. Yeah. Not necessarily what people like. Mm -mm. So I think that's interesting, too. It is interesting. Um, Shelly, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? Like, do you have a memory of that? I watched it. I know I was going through a phase. Um, 
in my late, or no, it was in my early 20s. I was going through uh-huh. a phase where I was like, I've got to watch all the classics. Yes. And I've, I've always been obsessed with Hitchcock, so I'd seen mm-hmm. all those. Yeah. But, you know, I was really trying to branch out at my horizons. <laughs> yes. yes. And I was like, this is what I've got to watch because it's, yeah. you know, it's got all the scenes. They make fun of it. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking, this thing is amazing. I know. It's not what I expected at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you remember those like DVD clubs where you could buy. Yes. Like, I was a part of those. <laughs> yes. And uh-huh. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I got like this classic movie set and it was mm-hmm. in, it was in one of those. So awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We all go yeah. through, we all go through our, we've got to watch the classics and this is a, in that list. This is a yeah. movie that everyone should watch one time. At least one time. Yeah. It gets yeah, better it's on like, each rewatch. It's but like classic you should books. watch it. If yes. you, you same thing with those. You gotta mm-hmm. read the classics, you gotta watch the classics. It, That's it's, right. It's up there. Yes. Agreed. Uh so you kind of already talked about your favorite scenes, but do you have like like your top favorite, favorite, most favorite scene or most impactful really scene? I love the scene where it's New Year's Eve. And she's put on this whole soiree. Yes. And you, the realization dawning on mm-hmm. Joe mm-hmm. is like something, like he knew something was off, but that was kind of the turning point. Yep. And just mm-hmm. seeing the links this woman goes to to maintain mm-hmm. what she thinks is reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite scenes because it's just, it's that big turning point where you're like, yep. he is now really coming to terms with his decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, and there was that, the whole sequence of like them going out shopping and, you know, he mm-hmm. got every suit tailor made. I love that mm-hmm. one scene where they're in the suit shop uh-huh. and he's getting fitted uh-huh. and the, the guy is like, well, if she's buying, you might if as well go for the buying. Dang, I'm like, yeah, as... of course he's going to go for it. Like go for the most expensive uh, suit. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah. I've got a ride here, you know? Yeah. And Shelly, okay. My big question to you was Joe, a good screenwriter. I think he had, I think he probably was at one point, but lost steam. Yeah. Because he was just turning stuff out. I think yeah. if he had continued to work with, oh God, let me look up her name because it's going to drive me <laughs> yes. crazy. And uh, I, I, I keep, I keep calling her that girl and that's not her name. I know. Uh, uh, Betty. If Betty, he kept working Betty, with Betty. Betty mm-hmm. He could have been great. You know, yes. she was giving him opportunity mm-hmm. for not only a romance with her, but also mm-hmm. a career. Yeah. Of something real that he would have created, not yes. something that he was ripping off. Yeah. And he didn't want to do that. No, he didn't. He wanted to take the easy way out. Yep. And it cost him, you know. Yes, it did. And mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah. I think he probably had really good bones of being a good writer, but mm-hmm. didn't have the gumption to follow through. I agree. I agree. So Shelly, anything, any character in this movie do you identify with? I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. I guess I, I mean, Betty just yeah. kind of trying to get somebody, you know, 
Yeah. Before you realize that you're wasting your time spinning your wheels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like no, maybe, nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. Betty was Betty was a sweetheart. And you know what? Betty I bet she goes on. Uh-huh. I bet she goes on to like go on. I bet she goes on to have a oh, big Did career. you recognize his friend, her fiance? Did you recognize yes. that actor? Who was that? He Who was, was in Dragnet. He what? was one of the detectives in Dragnet. Oh my he was gosh, he was. Wow. Yeah. Um, so which performances who stole the show? Well, Gloria Swanson. She How can you not say I, Gloria Swanson? I know. She ate it up. She ate she it up. Ate she it did up. a kick-ass job. But, you know, I really also like the butler. I like... Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how loyal he is. He's an enabler. He's definitely not helping her, but he really <laughs> thinks he is. And just the links he goes, I'm just like, you, you know what? You Ugh. live your little heart out trying to yes. please this woman. I know. That's just crazy, too. Like, that's such an interesting character, too, that mm-hmm. he would just. Mm-hmm. Also, being married to her, directing, mm-hmm. and coming back, yeah. and coming back and being her butler. Mm-hmm. What do you think the monkey and watching was, her like, watching uh, her like try to um seduce this young man after, yeah right like, in front of your watching face. your ex wife trying to seduce this young man yes <laughs> and helping not just watching but abetting helping aiding yes. and abetting. <laughs> you went and got his stuff from his apartment bro what yes. <laughs> You moved him in. You went shopping with them. So weird. It's I just, know. and I think that's what makes it creepy. Yeah, is like he goes along with it, knowing full well how freaking bizarre it is. <sighs> but it also speaks to the human condition. It's like, yes, it does. What will yes, we do does. to get the things we want? Like, I know. It's just like a masterpiece. I, I think Billy Wilder really was amazing is. in writing this. It's oh my a, gosh. a masterpiece. It really is. I just, I think it makes me think a lot about just like women and aging and how it's still an mm-hmm. issue and like how like so many stars that we grew up with, I think it's getting better. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of them like are aging gracefully and whatever, mm-hmm. and they're just not really caring as much. But like when you see other people, stars you know i just can't imagine being the biggest thing in the world and then age happens to you and then you were discarded you're discarded and how that must just um affect you mentally Mm -hmm. like really it's got to take a toll and i think this definitely speaks to especially at the time when beauty was everything and you were so yes it is getting better at this point it was in the thick of it and you Oof. see these beautiful, amazing mm-hmm. actresses that were discarded and the mental yep. health struggles they dealt with. Every um, single one of them. Almost every single one of them. Like written off as crazy has-beens. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you know, you gave them literally everything and then you freaking shut them out. Yep. And then you literally. expect them just to be fine. Yep. After you yeah. have toyed with their minds you know, given them who knows how many drugs to keep them thin and yes. pretty. Yes. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. you really yep. fuck with their head. And yep. I think it, it was a great portrayal mm-hmm. of art imitating life. Just an I excellent think so portrayal. Too. I think so too. 
Uh, it's just, I'm fascinated by like the old Hollywood systems and like I've mm-hmm. read a lot about it and watched mm-hmm. a lot of stuff about it. And it's just so sad and tragic mm-hmm. what the studio system did to most of the starlets of the time and yeah. how they were treated and mistreated and used and abused. And used and owned and treated. Owned. Yep. Yeah. Um, just absolutely owned. If you yes. really delve into these old starlets' lives, just. Mm-hmm. It's sad. But many of them are very tragic. They, very tragic. They are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that Gloria Swanson was, you know, brave enough to portray me too. herself. That's so, kind of, so you know. brave. Makes me like her even more, like mm-hmm. hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. was brave enough to take this on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just play this outrageous character that, you know, she probably had a lot of fun doing. She had to. Have. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh man. So, how do you think this movie ages? I know we've kind of already like talked about it. Perfection. I can't believe this was made in 1950. Can't either. I really, I can't think of anything majorly offensive in it. No. Nope. It's really just a. It's the story, and yep. it's very accurate depiction of what happens when you unfortunately age like you do as yes. a human yes um <laughs> and what society says about you mm-hmm. um yeah it, i think it's a, a fabulous movie me fabulous too movie. it kind of burst the bubble of like the hollywood um this is what hollywood is like come here chase mm-hmm. your dreams and you can make mm-hmm. it big you know that whole thing of hollywood exactly. kind of like burst that bubble real it fast does. and i i love you know that it kind of opens up with joe living the hollywood dream as he yep. thought and mm-hmm. he's broke he's and dead. really yeah. struggling and that's what gets him in the spot you know yeah. mm-hmm. um and he doesn't yeah. he doesn't know how to get out or doesn't want to get out um yeah it's it's just so interesting. It is the, so the interesting. ones that that make it out just fine, and the ones that don't. The uh-huh. whole conversation, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just so interesting. And awesome. okay, my my last what, favorite what? scene okay. is the monkey yes. funeral scene because <laughs> why not? They're burying a monkey very like solemnly, and Billy Wilder, you know, was like. If somebody was asking him what he was going to do that day, he's like, I'm just going to go, you know, what I do all the time, I'm just going to go film a monkey funeral scene. <laughs> yep. That was not? awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's Love my it. job. Mm-hmm. Like, Shelly, amazing pick. Just Thank amazing. Thank I you. loved rewatching it. Great. I loved rewatching yours. Mm-hmm. I really, uh, really did. Um, I broke it into two parts. Oh yeah, it's a long movie. You gotta you gotta Worth split it. it up. Yeah. All right. Nineteen sixty five, the sound of music. Let's get into it, shall Let's we? Do it. Let's do it. Okay, nineteen sixty five. So I I will give you all these short synopsis. Again, this is almost a I mean, I think it is a three hour movie. It is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it's based on a true story and it's not, you know, it's not like all the way factual and accurate of the true story, but the Von Trapp family in Austria and Maria Von Trapp, Maria, um, she is a young nun. Um, 
that really is not nunning very well, if you will. How do you solve a problem like Maria? Relatable. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the head, the head um, nun, the mother, the mother, I can I think that's what they call it. Like yeah, mother I think they call, superior. She calls her mother, mother superior. Mother superior. Um, maybe gives her a little guide direction of there's a, there's a family, a widow captain worked in the Navy in the Austrian Navy. Mm. He's got seven children. Um, they haven't been able to keep a nanny. Um, so I'm going to open this door for you. And so thus leads Maria to set out on an adventure to find herself, if you will, and land, you know, gets to the house. He's got seven children. You find out he's a very, very military, stringent captain that there's really no like lightness in the house. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, he calls them by a whistle still, like the kids line up by his whistle. Um, and like so dogs. like dogs and i think she calls him out for that like are your children dogs like mm-hmm. i think she says that um and so she nannies it's off to a rough start at first a little bit but she quickly wins them over the children over and wins the captain over there's there's some like romance involved will they won't they the captain has a fiance the baroness the captain is christopher Plummer. a snack <laughs> might i say i know young christopher Plummer. <laughs> oh my god he is he you, was so handsome you texted and said i'm gonna what did you say like i'm gonna fawn over him i'm gonna fawn over beautiful. him like <laughs> i'm sorry you didn't <laughs> notice that as a kid, right? You're like, whoa. No. Yeah. He was an old no, man, like, right? When you watched it as a kid. Hello, but... Christopher Plummer. <laughs> what in the world? I know. Um, so, so yeah, there's that little love story. They end up falling in love. I'll just do this quickly. They end up falling in love. The Baroness leaves. But also at the same time, this is like the Nazi um, occupation was starting they were wanting him, and they kept coming back to him. They wanting him back in the Navy to fight for uh, the Nazis. And so mm-hmm. thus leads his, his refusal to go fight for the Nazis to, um, you know, go back to that. He refuses. And so that leads the, in, in, you know, they end up getting married with the children. And so that leads them to escaping Austria um, for just to escape the war and not to become as we know what happened during that time. So they leave and the movie ends. That's like the huge, the very quickest synopsis that I could. Well, that's a good quick synopsis. Thank um, So there's a ton of like, there's this movie, like I said, it's embedded in my DNA. I grew mm-hmm. up watching this. My granny mm-hmm. was the one that, showed me this movie for the first time as a kid and I, it completely captured me i think it's the movie that made me just like fall in love with movies like i, I could have done it in our first month of this podcast but i've been holding it you know i've been holding the it cinematography alone is just one some of the best oh my gosh. The opening shots of austria like i know i know beautiful they, it's salzburg austria where they filmed it um 
I guess I can get into some fun facts about it. That opening shot, you know, everybody knows it, right? The hills are alive with the sound of music. And you've got Maria running in that green, beautiful grass with the mountains in the background. Well, you know, back then they had no drones. They had no high technology. That was a helicopter with a brave cameraman that was actually just no like strapped in the helicopter where a door would have been. He was like hanging out of the helicopter uh-uh. during the nope. shots. Yes. Um, and they did that several times. And what was funny is kind of like Julie Andrews jokes about this now, but she was like, it was not fun to shoot because helicopter wind force, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. get knocked down. It's like tornadic uh, wind speed, you know, by a helicopter. Yeah. And so she had to film this scene acting like she was all like, ah, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Meanwhile, every time like the helicopter would wind around her, she would get knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. <laughs> it was raining. Like they, it would, like the weather was just not cooperating with rain. They'd have to stop. I mean, it She'd get mud all over her. They'd have to cut. She'd have to go clean up and try it again when the, the clouds parted and stuff. So, I mean, it was a, this is like That's movie awesome. making. Uh-huh. Like, this is when they had to do the tough, like, no technology. The tough stuff. The right. tough stuff. Um I love that opening shot so much. It makes me so happy just to see her. It's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. beautiful. Just the scene, the silent scenes before she comes on, and mm-hmm. then when she comes on, it's just a gorgeous landscape for a movie. It's one of the most gorgeous movies, and that's another thing that struck me. Like we went to the Paramount, which is an old theater here where I live, to watch this movie recently. Seeing it on the big screen in the theater was just. I just can't explain it. It was, oh, as a kid, you don't notice these things. But again, when you're watching it now and mm-hmm. being a film person, just how beautiful the shots are in this movie and how beautiful this movie is. Just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everything that they shot was the perfect backdrop of Salzburg, Austria is just back there. It's just back there. The most gorgeous place in the world and that like you can still go to Salzburg Austria and do like the sound of music tour and it's still the most popular tour in all of Europe in all of Europe like people still go to do all the filming locations of the movie um it's just it remains popular to this day but anyway like I can get there's just so much like another like fun facts about these about this movie um so like the actress that played Liesel the oldest daughter she mm-hmm. was actually like 22 when she mm-hmm. when she filmed it so she had a little crush on um Christopher that. Plummer um who wouldn't <laughs> so it's like all the research I know so much about this movie anyway but what surprised me like doing recent interviews with like the cast Christopher Plummer also has recently passed away Mm -hmm. um but 
He seemed, and he has admitted that he was like a very curmudgeon during the filming of this movie, that he was just not happy making this movie. Mm-hmm. He thought it was going to be, as he said it, too saccharine. He didn't want it to be sugary and sweet and too like, ugh, like cheesy pretty much is what mm-hmm. I got. And so Julie Andrews said, well, because you had the attitude, I think you brought like a realness and a toughness to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not too saccharine. This movie isn't. Yeah. But but as a kid, when you watch it. It feels uh, good. Yeah. It, yes. It feels good. But then when you watch it as an adult, you're like all you these things. Happening. Yeah. Yes. All these things. The acting is brilliant. Like these are like legit actors acting mm-hmm. in this movie this is not just so long farewell you know like there's like legit dramatic scenes in this like there's some mm-hmm. seriousness to this movie um well, and love- when you know the governess is trying to get her to leave not the governess the baroness mm-hmm. is just kind of manipulating her into leaving and mm-hmm. her innocence and not realizing that that's what's happening yes i know I know. And you know what? As a kid, the Baroness was like some sort of villain in my head. Mm-hmm. Rewatching it now, I'm like, no, she really wasn't. Like, I kind of feel sorry for her. This yeah. wasn't her fault. She's yeah. actually not that bad. Like, yeah. she noticed that her man was falling in love with the, the young nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She was like, uh, is this happening? And it's happening. And so I'm going to say bye. She's like, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And like she when you watch the, <laughs> she's, like, I'm, she's like, I'm done. Peace. Done. I see You're this not happening. My only prospect. Yeah. <laughs> also, I can't take care of your kids. They don't like me. <laughs> exactly. They don't like me. And she did nothing wrong. Like, but as a kid, yeah. when you watch it, you just think she's like, Ugh, go away, Baroness. Like, no. Yeah. She, no. And she's actually like gorgeous. Watching mm-hmm. it as a kid is like, she's an old lady. Yeah. No. Rewatching it now, I'm like she's gorgeous. It's like yeah, what the heck? Absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um. So yeah. So Liesl, also the actress Charmaine Carr. Um. You know, twenty two. You know the scene where sixteen going on seventeen uh-huh. is the song, and they're doing all the little ballet stuff in that gazebo. Um, she actually hurt herself too like she that first take that she did her foot went through the glass and so cut cut her ankle but she like went on and filmed the scene they just wrapped her ankle up and she just went back to it kept going kept by the way can we talk about how awful ralph is as a character and as like again watching it now ralph is the worst he's terrible he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. Well, he, and you you do kind of feel for him because obviously he was in the Hitler Youth. He was in the brainwashed youth. from mm-hmm. the time he was a kid, and he yes. thinks that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but he does make that choice of, mm-hmm. you know, choosing that over what he should. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. At, at the end, there when he lets him know, it just, it makes me sad. It makes me so sad, too. It makes me sad for her, for Liesl. I know. Yes. Liesl was, you know, she was young and in love. Um, Mm -hmm. So, again, there's so many. It Like, at the end, when um, 
Edelweiss, the song. A lot of people yeah. actually thought that that was like the national song for Austria. No, they wrote it for the they wrote it for mm-hmm. the movie, but it became such like a uh, anthem for Austria, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. And so people just assume it was the Austrian national anthem, and it's not. It's for the movie. Um. Also, I didn't even like get into. Let me tell you. Robert Weiss is the director, and he was also a pretty big time director back in the day. He's interesting. Everybody knows, like he did this, and then the West Side Story, the original mm-hmm. West Side Story, nineteen sixty one. But previously, like his IMDb page goes back to the like forties, early forties, and he did a lot of like horror movies for the time. Like mm-hmm. mystery horror movies, like The Body Snatcher, yeah. The Curse mm-hmm. of the Cat People. Like monster monster yes. horror movies. Yeah, Born to Kill, like mystery movies. Another one, like The Day the Earth Stood Still. Like that's what he was known mm-hmm. for. And then so he um, went on to make like two of the biggest musicals of all time, which I just which I find. makes me laugh. I know. It's it's interesting. Um so another fact about this is so previously for the studio Cleopatra and if y'all know your film history Cleopatra was Elizabeth Taylor's Taylor. huge epic and it mm-hmm. pretty much bankrupted the studio yeah and so they were not sure that they were going to even be able to make just any more movies and so this movie was scheduled to to go ahead and go and so they were just so stressed about the cost of this movie and can they do it and so i mean they went on to make it and it is pretty much credited to saving the studio so you Mm -hmm. had cleopatra bankrupted and then this movie came out and it saved the studio because it did so well yeah Um, it had something for everyone Yes, it did. I mean, it's a family family movie. Um, Rogers and Hammerstein also were very mm-hmm. popular. They they wrote a ton of musicals back back in the day. They wrote my, just a one ton. of my favorite ones was Cinderella. Rogers and yes. Hammerstein from seventy mm-hmm. or maybe it was sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, like the King and I. Let me mm-hmm. see if I can think. King and I Carousel. Um, South Pacific, mm-hmm. Sound of Music. Anyway, those are the ones I can think of at the top of my head. Um, the soundtrack, by the way, like stayed number one for the longest time. And then they did a re-release like back in, I want to say they did like a 50th anniversary re-release. And that set, when they re-released it, it stayed on like Billboard's top, like stayed at like, the top 10 for a long time and this was in the current age like this is like current like mm-hmm. recent times that people are still listening to this music from this movie because the music can we just talk about the music in this movie is Phenomenal. i don't even know what to say I mean, ariana I grande used part of the sampling of the song i mean it's yes. iconic it's Americana. My favorite thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, let's see. We haven't even like discussed Julie Andrews. And can I just 
can I just say that Julie Andrews is again one somebody that's just kind of like everything to me. I don't know how to no. describe it, mm-hmm. but I just if you know when that time comes, I will not be okay when she. Yeah, because I she's won't. a I won't. She's just one that is so talented, and she seems so genuine, but she's also just an amazing force in in Hollywood and musicals and yes um, you can't not love like, I, I know you, if you, you just cannot love her she's, no. she's amazing she is amazing and she has one of the best voices of all time I don't care like mm-hmm. at it like movie world Broadway music world she has one of the best voices of all time she mm-hmm. um she started out um Broadway like if y'all don't know this she did My Fair Lady the first Broadway she did that show for like three years that was like her life My Fair Lady and then she got Mary Poppins like that was her first movie and Mary Poppins is another favorite of mine Mm -hmm. and then she got this offered to do this movie and she was afraid that I like Mary Poppins hadn't come out yet when they offered her this role and she's like, well, I, that's another nanny. I don't want to like be pigeonholed mm-hmm. into playing another nanny. Uh, but she just she couldn't turn this turn this role no. down. Uh, so she she did it, and I don't know. It just it changed her life. It changed her life. And she was like twenty. She was young. I think she was going through a divorce too at the time, and so was Christopher Plummer. And I watched this really cute interview with both of them like a 50th anniversary interview and they said that they could have like they had an attraction for each other Mm -hmm. filming this um but it was just timing that never and she had her young daughter with her filming this like she was like filmed all day long and then went back to her daughter and that was like her life and um Christopher Plummer said that kid got in my way, like, you know, made some joke about that. <laughs> Love he it. wanted, I know. Um, well, anyway. she was just absolutely stunning. My favorite scene of hers in this is, is the wedding scene when she's in that gown. Oh, my God. Royal, that she like royalty. That, it the, looks like royalty. It did. Yes. The whole pan through the mm. side view where they pan her walking down the aisle is like just gorgeous love that scene there's so many gorgeous shots another gorgeous shot that i love is where they're dancing the party they have the party at their house and he comes out to do the the waltz with them and they have that wide shot Mm. yes they have the wide dancing in this it's just it makes you wish you could dance and that you were graceful I and know. Like, no, no. <laughs> I watch people dance on TikTok while I'm scrolling through. Yes, yes. I can't actually do it. No. <laughs> There's a couple of scenes you're going to appreciate. There, Shelly. There's a couple of scenes, and another favorite song of mine is very early on where she's leaving to the Von Trapp house, where she's singing "I Have Confidence." Oh, I love that. I love it. Anyway, she trips. And that was a real trip. And so Robert Rice loved, yes, he loved the trip. And so he was like, I'm keeping that in. We're going to keep rolling. We're keeping going. 
Well, and just the fact that it goes with the song about she has confidence, yes. you know, and she yeah. trips and keeps mm-hmm. going. I love it. Mm-hmm. It, it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Also, another graceful that she just keeps I know. going. I know. She just keeps going and she keeps singing. Um, another like crazy shot that they had to do when the kids are coming back after she made the clothes from the drapery, right? And they're <laughs> they're coming back in the canoe in that um Julie said that um, right before they shot that scene, a producer or a, like a camera guy is like, you know that the littlest Gretel, like she cannot swim. So we're going to ask you when we film this scene that you need to fall forward and just catch her because she's going to fall out and you need to catch her. And she's like, okay, okay, I got it. And so they do it time and time again. They do several shots of it. Um, each time Julie catches her and it's fine. But the last shot, which is the shot in the movie, you'll notice when you watch it that Julie falls back, like over Ooh. the canoe backwards. And so Gretel falls forward, Greta falls forward. And Julie was like freaking out the whole time. She's like, I got to oh, get no. to her, get to her. Uh, but luckily one of the other kids got like grabbed her, but you can see like that shot Yes, the shot that the angle that she was supposed to fall was not the, the, angle, angle. the right angle, but they kept that in the movie, the, the wrong one. Um. Anyway, I love that scene, too. Anyway, yeah, there again, so much I could talk about this movie. I just, well, I just, I, I, not even like giving this any justice at all. I don't think you are. But... You are. It's a lot. Oh. So, what do you? When was the first time you saw this movie? Do you think I was so young, Granny and Papa? It was one of those like you're staying at Granny and Papa's for the weekend, you know, trips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My granny had the had the soundtrack on rec. Like she had the record, an old record mm-hmm. player. She had that, and then she also had the double VHS. Um, yes the double vh vhs and so i remember watching it for the first time on the big you know those huge tvs Mm um anyway i remember i do i have this vivid memory of watching it just falling in love with it and just being completely mesmerized by it i don't think my brother stayed to watch it but i sat there and stayed and watched it with my granny and so every time that I would go to Granny's house, like after that, I had to watch Sound of Music. And I also had to put on the record so I could just listen to all the songs and sing Absolutely. along with it. Like yeah. I had to. Yes. It makes sense. Yes. Anyway, it's so, so cool. it's, it's so, it's so Don't special. I wish you it's still had a... that record. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. What a cool, what a cool thing. Um, I know. What you've already talked about some of your favorite scenes, but what what do you think your overall maybe two favorite scenes? Can I pick two favorite scenes? Oh, I love I love the puppet show. Mm, that's one of my favorites too. <laughs> I love it. I love the it's song. So 1960s. It is weird puppetry Um, weird puppetry i don't know why but i love that scene i love uh i have confidence is just like an underrated gem because i think it showcases julie's 
like immediately her charisma and her talent mm-hmm. in that song mm-hmm. it's immediate it's just mm-hmm. her walking through the streets of Salzburg yeah. trying to build up confidence about this new venture in her life yeah and like also it's just beautiful but also i mean how can you not like the do re mi melody in the whole thing like someone said and i i truly believe this that melody like the do re mi like cut of the song is like possibly the first music video that ever existed they did like different takes and shots it's like they're singing the song but they're in different locations and it's amazing it's a music video like it's a music video well and it it helped so many people in choir like yes you know when you're in music class Uh you're learning your your that that's what you sing it makes sense and it works yeah and i just think Uh how much time and rehearsal they had to go through to get that all together with with all these kids do you know, Shelly, I have a fun fact about that, too. I'm just remembering. So that scene in the movie is nine minutes, like the whole thing, like from start to finish, that beautiful shot on the mountain where she mm-hmm. starts telling them this is the basics of music, right? Do, re, mi. To the end of it, um, nine minutes. It took him about two months to to film that sequence. Two months for a nine-minute shot. Oh, my Again, God. Because the weather was not cooperating with them, um, the um, they, I mean, they had to learn the choreography, and Julie had to learn guitar, which they all came prepared. They like they came prepared with choreo- choreography, mm-hmm. but it was basically the weather that was just not cooperating with them, and so it took them two months to two complete months. that. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. Two months to just film that over and over. Like the bicycle shot, you know, in that sequence where they're riding the bicycle down the street and they're all going at different speeds. Like, I think that was the toughest, I think, on everybody. Just get that choreography right on bike speed while they're singing. I miss miss all that choreography from these old movies, though. I do, too. They're so talented. uh, I wish. I wish they would attempt i mean you can't make them like sound I mean, music Land, anymore they did a really good job um but yeah i know what you mean there's so many but there's so many like dramatic moments in this movie too that and again mm-hmm. as an adult i found completely just captivating just yes. captivating their argument yeah. that they had out like when she basically tells them what they're missing is a father that like cares uh-huh. Like, and they get yeah. into an argument, not a general in a Navy. Like, children don't want that. Like, that scene, like, she God. stood up to him. Yeah, it was great. Yes. It was great. Um, And just kind of the way they make these decisions for the family for the best, it, they don't question it. They're like, we've yeah. got to go. We're leaving. Yes. Um, oh, I love the final, like the final where they're doing the music competition to uh-huh. trick the Nazis to escape, and so they do, they do their songs, the graveyard scene, and they escape the graveyard scene at the end with Ralph and the showdown between the. Fa- it's I like remember holding my breath, fall. holding yes. my breath because they were hiding behind those tombstones, and I'm like, yes. As a kid, you're just like, oh my gosh! But then, as an adult, you you just you just 
watch it with different eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. also, by the way, Shelly, and I didn't even talk about Uncle Max. Like, oh, Uncle yeah. Max is a gay man. He is a gay oh, sure. man. As a for kid, sure. do you think I picked up on that? No. Nobody did because this was filmed in the 60s. <laughs> so, and I feel just, very He's just a he's just a single bachelor uncle. He's Shelly, this is he's 110% like 110% gay. He did. Um and I feel pretty like I think his end is probably pretty tragic because he's a gay mm-hmm. Jew. He's a gay exactly. Jewish man. Exactly, and he doesn't uh. leave. And he, he does helps not them leave. Them. And so he helps them. Yeah. His ending is not good. No. No, because he's double. It's double against him. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. okay. Who stole the show? Julie Andrews. But it's Julie's movie. It's Julie Andrews' mm-hmm. movie. She's. She carries. She's in every scene of this movie, practically. She's singing. She's dancing. She, I mean, I didn't even like how many of these songs are just iconic and her voice. Her voice is iconic. Her voice. Well, and just the way she plays both a teacher and a mother and a friend. Like, she really goes through all those different roles seamlessly. You know, she's she's got an innocent quality to her, but she Mm -hmm. also is very good at, she's very nurturing and Mm -hmm. just also gorgeous you know it's like yeah she starts out very innocent and then becomes like this woman that helps that falls in love and they escape and um becomes like but she never was quiet she always spoke open and honestly and i appreciated Mm -hmm. that and especially Mm -hmm. for this time period too um you know, like in the holiday where we talked about the the old man, Kate Winslet's best, you know, the old man mm-hmm. character talked about the women of the movies of, of the gumption. past with gumption. And so I think of Julie Andrews' yes. character with, with gumption. And she Absolutely. had it. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, Christopher I, Plummer, like rewatching it too, he brought something to this movie that I think it, it needed. And I think he brought that... Um, you know, he had the, the brought tough the steam is what he brought. <laughs> he brought the full uh, on steam. Sorry. So funny. He's just beautiful in this movie. Pretty funny. <laughs> it's so funny that, you know, again, rewatching it, you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. These people were good looking. Like they were good looking. Very good looking. Good looking. I had a little mm-hmm. crush on Liesl as a as a kid. Um, and Julie Andrews, by the way, like as a kid, mm-hmm. total, like wow, gorgeous. Anyway, uh, what was the question? Oh yeah, who stole the show? Yeah, Julie Andrews. Julie. So, <laughs> yes. do, is there anybody in this movie you would identify with? Do you think? Okay, Shelley. So, I also recently read this whole thing about how again this is a light bulb moment here for me but if you were queer if you grew up queer um sound of music and julie andrews may have been like especially for women you would have had a crush on her and you would have identified with this is a common thing amongst queer people my age and just whatever that julie andrews and maria in this movie was actually kind of like queer coded a little bit and had a little like 
androgyny about her in the beginning of the movie and just the fact that she was like searching for something that she was lost and Mm -hmm. she didn't know who she was um in the beginning and she was in transition and like all these themes with her character um were like big for a lot of queer Mm -hmm. kids growing up and it was nothing that I put together before until I read like this big long article very very smart article about how queer people identified with her character and sound of music and I was like what this is a thing this is a thing trying to figure out who she is she's trying to search she's doing what she feels like she should do and yes you know does she have faith she has to be told you don't have to just because you think this is what you should do or should mm-hmm. be doesn't mean yes. that it is is right um climb every mountain that's right climb every mountain or every mother superior that's right <laughs> um by the way that was a voice that that was like a dubbed voice by the way it was not the lady yeah i read that part and mm-hmm. did you read the part about her lip syncing and no and what? And not Go being ahead. able to think up with it. Yes. <laughs> it cracked me up. I'm like, I know. Oh, I, I can relate to that. How she had yes. to start like turned around. But it worked. I think it, it worked did really work. well. Yeah. It did work. Oh, another like funny thing. The romantic scene between the captain. Mm. And where they sing, um, I must have done something good. Very mm-hmm. romantic. Um, they Christopher Plummer and Julie Andrews cannot stop laughing shooting that um, like they were just tired and exhausted and they just were like whatever and like one of the like a bunch of like the lights on the set started making these weird noises and so that just like added to like their hysteria and so Robert Weiss was like oh we gotta get this done and so he devised like the whole like silhouette shot where their faces are a little like blacked out mm-hmm. a little it's a very beautiful like silhouette shot um so that it could hide their laughter and their smirks a little bit and so when you watch it like you can see some of their little smirks because they just could not keep it together that isn't that great i love it when they isn't can't stop great? laughing i know that's that's good and Especially on like a romantic, serious song like exactly. that, you know. Exactly, and in knowing that he was not having the best time yes. filming, but knowing mm-hmm. that that happened, I I know they're friend. They were friends. They were later. Friends. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That that's a cool tidbit. I know. I like that. Okay. Yes. So yep. Do you think yeah. this movie ages well? Oh, yeah. My God, I I think it ages perfectly. And again, watching it now in 2024, you shouldn't have to say, look at Sound of Music to look, look, Nazis are Mm -hmm. bad, y'all. Like, that's not the answer. See, (laughs) it's not the answer. (laughs) This isn't something that should, and I like joke about this, but it's like freaking, uh, like, really? I know, I know. I know. I know. But also just the, like also just her finding herself and like the themes of this movie I think are so relevant. Just finding joy to something that I think this movie does is 
Mm-hmm. There wasn't joy in a household because of, you know, loss and grief and things like that. But she brings that back in music. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's cheesy it's as a very sound. hopeful story. It is a it hopeful is, story. It is a hopeful story. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of the most beautiful movies ever shot, I think. I think so, too. Um, Oscars. How many, like, question, how many, yeah, yeah how so. many Oscars nominations did this one get? Okay. It got 10 nominations. It won five. Um, it won Best Picture. Like, this actually won Best Picture. Not surprised. Um, yes. It won. It did not win Cinematography. Dr. Shivago won that year, which, I mean, I like Dr. Shivago, but I think the cinematography and Sound of Music is better, I mm-hmm. think. Um, let's see. Other big ones, I think Robert Weiss won for directing, so he won director, best picture. None of the actors, which I think this is like the biggest snub of all, is mm-hmm. um, like Julie Andrews got nominated. She did not win. She lost to Julie Christie. Julie Christie won for a movie called Darling. Have you? Mm-hmm. Do we know what this movie is? Darling? No. I know who Julie Christie is. She's great. Oh, yeah. But, you know, again, here's proof of, like, that's not what lives on. It's like. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Christopher Plummer did not get a nomination. Can you believe that? He did no. not get even a nomination. So, um, again, let me see who won that year for actor Lee Marvin and Cat Ballou. Do we know what? that like does that live on lee marvin and cat baloo no no it sounds very (laughs) niche if it does yes and so it won five out of the ten so it was a pretty good night i would say dr Mm -hmm. shivago was nominated a lot this year too so i think they yeah if they lost they lost out to dr shivago i'm not mad about that but no Me neither. But, I mean, two giant movies right there. Mm-hmm. Those are huge. Huge. Huge yeah. movies. Uh, just one of the most beautiful movies ever. I, great pick. I love it. Thank you. I I had to do it, and I, I think I... I don't know. did a fantastic job, because it's a three-hour movie. <laughs> it's a lot to discuss. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a lot to discuss. Um... What's your favorite song? My favorite song? Yeah. What's your favorite song? My favorite thing. Yeah. That's classic. My favorite thing. I I love the melody of that song. Mm -hmm. I I just think it's one of the prettiest songs. I know. It is. What's yours? Well, that's so tough, too. Um, uh, My favorite things are I Have Confidence. But Mm -hmm. I love Edelweiss, too. Edelweiss is so pretty. It's beautiful. Beautiful. The end. And I, I like the uh, goodnight song. I know. Um, so long, farewell. Auf so long, farewell. Yep. They're all good. Do, re, mi. Uh, so good. It's just classic. Okay. Yeah. If you haven't watched Sound of Music, please go watch Sound of Music and go watch Sunset Boulevard. I feel like these two movies Sound of Music, what planet are you from? Like, I don't know. And watch it. If if you think it's cheesy, um, 
and musicals may not be your thing. I get it. But uh, if you like musicals, rewatch it in its entirety. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's there's some, so good. Yeah. There's some depth to it. You know, it's, there not, is. it's not total Mm-mm. cheese. That's not. And I don't even find the musical numbers cheesy. I really don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think it's very well done. Yeah, me too. Just a piece of cinema history. Yes. Totally. What movie are you going to do next week? Oh, Shelly, this has been so difficult to decide. Shelly, what are you no. doing? Okay. Okay. I'm going to do, and let me see what year this came out. I'm going to do a more modern one. Not, I mean, I say more modern. <laughs> um, but I'm going to do one of my favorite movies of all time. 1994. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Um, uh, I love this I mean, movie. Yeah, yeah. It was a Stephen King short story mm-hmm. adapted to a movie. It's got Tim Robbins, and Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. It's got Morgan Freeman. Like, it's one of the best <laughs> movies. I love it so much. It is, Shelley. This is a modern classic, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been going back and forth on on this here, but since you you did ninety four, right? It's ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do one that came out a year before that. Okay. Ugh. Okay, I'm gonna just go for it and just do the piano. I'm gonna do the piano. That one was on my list. I'm glad you're yeah. doing it. It is? Were you yeah. going to do it? Did I steal that from you? I know. I was considering no. it, so I'm glad you're okay. doing it. So okay. we can still talk about it, because that one is just so freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have not rewatched this in a long time. I've been wanting mm-hmm. to, so now I can. Cause... Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was oscillating between that one the Shawshank Redemption and the Mission, um, the Mission with Jeremy Irons and Robert De Niro. That soundtrack and the, the soundtrack, the cinematography yeah. in South America is just the most breathtaking. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna do Shawshank because you just can't yeah. not do Shawshank. You can't not do it. Um, so yeah, the piano and Shawshank, and I will say that. You know, the Oscars aren't known for, like, nominating, like, comedy movies. <laughs> pretty, you know. pretty um, solid with the dramatic roles. So these Just, are not going to be the most yeah. uplifting. No. <laughs> like, these are, <laughs> you know, these are, these are like, movies. <laughs> heavy movies. Uh, but classics, you know, just mm. classics. Anyway, it should be good. Oh, Holly okay. Hunter, Anna Paquin, Sam Neill. Sam Neill, directed by Jane Campion, and I think she mm-hmm. actually won director, like one of the few. No, well, she, she didn't win for, for the piano. Movie. Did she win for the piano? She won for Power of the Dog recently, but I'm not sure. Anyway, we'll get into it next week. Okay. Yeah. Great pick. I'm so excited you're doing that one. I'm excited you're doing Shawshank. It's yeah. also been a minute since I've watched that one, too. Mm, so good. I know. It is. Okay. Well, thank All you right. for joining us again. Yes. And we will be here next week with two other movies to discuss. That's right.
Come back, will ya? Yeah. <laughs> Come back, will ya? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>